Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Saturday, June the 18th, 2022. It is currently 1.24 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live two stories above a street right here in Abilene, Texas. I'm coming to you from the second story room of my home, where you can probably tell. Can you tell? I, I just ran up, the, I ran up the flight of stairs and I hit go live probably before I should have. I, I, I come running up the stairs and I grabbed everything. I'm like, I'm ready to start. I'm ready to start. And then all of a sudden you start talking. You realize, wait a minute. I, I think, was, was that such a good idea? Should I have hit the start button yet? Yes, a lot of times we do something and then we later regret, wait, why did I do that? Why did I try that? Why did I attempt that? That wasn't such a good idea. Now, running up a flight of stairs and hitting go live and start talking to people on the internet, not the biggest deal, right? It may take a minute for you to catch your breath. It may take a minute for you to, to get back into what you feel like is your normal speaking voice. Not the biggest deal, but it is a, it serves as a good illustration of, well, this podcast, because on this podcast, I've tried many different things. Many of them have been somewhat successful. Many of them have been <laughs> very big failures. I've done the same thing in my church is I've tried different things and some things I've tried, I think, okay, that re- went really well. And there's other things I'm like, what was I thinking? That was a waste of time, effort, attention, money, everything. And you walk away very, very, very disappointed, but you can't allow your failures and your disappointment to stop you from continuing to try. Now, I don't want to sound like some motivational poster because I don't like cliches, but I'm saying you can't allow past failure to stop you from presently trying. So we're going to try. Well, before I even tell you what we're going to do, obviously we're getting ready to try something, but here's what we're going to talk about. First, we're going to talk about technology. We're going to talk about technology And then we're going to talk about trying something new, all right? Technology and trying something new. I don't know if you are aware of this. This may be breaking news. Maybe I should have started this episode with my breaking news theme music. I I have it somewhere. I I probably should have, uh, I I probably should have broken that out, uploaded it, and we could have started breaking news. Now, I'm being a little bit sarcastic, but I don't know if you're aware of this. This may be breaking news to you. But most people in 2022, when they have questions about doctrine, theology, uh, the Bible, whenever they're looking for information about the Bible, doctrine, theology, whenever they're going to engage, many cases, any kind of teaching about the Bible, doctrine, theology, I, I know this may come as a shock to you. Most of them are not going to call a local church. Most of them are not going to get in a car or call an Uber and arrive at your church to listen to a sermon. No, they are going to grab their phone, their tablet, whatever device, and they're going to start searching and looking online. That's where they're going to look to find something about a Bible verse or doctrine or theology or spirituality. They're going to look online. They're going to look for podcasts. They're going to look for YouTube videos. They're going to look online. That's where people go in 2022. Whether we like it, whether we're like, no, what they need to do is they need to come to a local church. You can long for the good old days, but the good old days are long gone. You can long for them, but they're long gone. That, that, that ship has sailed. It's over. It's gone. 
people are going to use technology in order to find things. So that means for Bible-believing churches, biblically sound, theologically sound, you can't just live in some bubble. You've got to get your biblically sound teaching and your theologically sound preaching out to every platform on the face of the planet. Some just want to have their content, I hate to say it, in a bubble, in a theologically-like bubble. Like, okay, everyone in this bubble has the same theology, has the same doctrine, so therefore I have a built-in audience. We've got good numbers. And look look at what we are doing. But it's kind of just like you're kind of preaching to the choir. You're preaching to people who pretty much already think the way you think, believe what you think. And so you can all sit around going, look, we had 9,000 downloads. Yeah, of people who probably already agree with you. Okay, that's wonderful. But isn't our job to go to the people, right? We have to go to them and we know where they're going. They're going online. We've got to be wherever they are. So my theory has always been, we've got to get our content everywhere on every platform. If you have, if you are a member of a Bible-believing church with biblically sound doctrine, I would encourage you to be a voice, not one to badger and to complain and to divide, but to be an encouragement to say, can't we get our content maybe on a few more platforms? Start with one or two. You know, maybe we could get our content, I don't know, on every podcast app available, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Breaker, all, all of, just, you just name every podcast app, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music, Audible. I mean, you just name the platform, uh, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, everywhere, any, anything that has podcasts on it. You should be looking to get your preaching and teaching on those platforms. You have to, because that's where people are going to find you. I cannot tell you how many times I've received email from someone saying, I listened to you because I was doing a search for, and they'll tell me what they were searching for, some question about a Bible verse, some question about something theological, and I found you, and I'm like, where did you find me? And I'll find things like, well, I was on Pandora, and I'm like, Pandora, the music streaming service? Yeah, they have podcasts. Or I was on Spotify or I was on Amazon Music, or I was on Audible. And I'm like, wow, okay, that's why our content has to be everywhere. So we've got to be, uh, we've got to be everywhere. Now, when you are everywhere, you're clearly on platforms where there are things you disagree with, right? I don't know if you've ever seen Podbean. Podbean have, has a feature where you can live stream. And I, I wanted to make more inroads there and try to build a presence, but it was too... It was too difficult to try to do all of our live streaming on all of the other platforms and also do it there. It just wasn't compatible for what we're trying to do. I still wish, I still wish I could, there's a part of me that wants to try to dedicate an hour a day of maybe just doing teaching on Podbean. I don't know. I'll have to look at my, there, again, I'm just limited. There's only so many places I can be. There's only so many things I can do. I want to be on sermons, uh, sermon.net. I want to be on that platform as well. But I don't care if it's sermon.net. I don't care if it's on the Edify Christian Podcast app. I don't care if it's on YouTube. I don't care if it's on Podbean. Wherever you go, there's going to be content that you're going to disagree with and disapprove of. But that's, isn't that the whole point? You want to get biblically sound doctrine and biblically sound theology everywhere. You want to, you want to get it anywhere and everywhere. Because look, they're going to find 
the Joe Olsteins. They're going to find the Joyce Meyer. They're going to find T.D. Jakes. They're going to find Rick Warren. They're going to find um, Stephen Furtick. They're going to find, you know, uh, Bethel Church. They're going to find all of those because their content is has so that they bring in such big numbers that they get promoted by most of the apps because of the algorithm and how many downloads they get and likes. So that, that their content's going to move to the front. So you've got to try to counteract that with good biblical teaching, trying to just place it everywhere. You have to. It's the only option. It's the only thing available. So I believe we should get our content everywhere, on every platform. Yeah, it's great to be on, say, Sermons 2.0 app, sermons, Sermon Audio, but in most cases, you sign a statement of faith to be on that platform, right? So that means all the churches there are, are like-minded. That's great to be there. That's where people who hold to that theological position can go to that one place to hear that preaching. But And we know, obviously, people who don't hold to that teaching will also listen, but you just, there's so many options out there, you've got to go to where the people are. you got to go to where the people are, and that is, well, through technology, and it's great that we can do that. It's great that I can be here in, you know, the middle of West Texas, sitting in a second-story bedroom, well, it was the homeschool room. So it's becoming, it's, I, at some point, I'm going to redecorate this into, it looks like an actual studio. Okay. But I can, I can turn this into kind of a makeshift studio. And then it, on a Saturday afternoon, Saturday morning, Saturday evening, Saturday night, whenever I can go live, whenever I want. And we can do Bible studies. We can, we can talk about current events. We, we can, we can have theological discussions. It's, it, that's great. Now it's one thing, to do that, but you want to put that content everywhere. And I stress everywhere, everywhere. Let me, I will say it with me, everywhere. We want it everywhere. And I'm doing the best I can to put our content and on many, as, as many platforms as I can possibly find. I, I don't care where I'm going to put there. Will everyone like it? No. Will many hate it? Yes. But you know what? Someone out there may be looking for a biblical perspective, a biblical answer, and they're going to they're going to find it one way or the other. They're going to find something somewhere. So give them the option to find what you are putting out there as well. So I, technology is where people turn to, and our job is to take advantage of that technology and be everywhere. So here's what we're going to try to do. We're going to try to once again utilize technology as a tool to expand our presence. That's what we're going to do. And we're going to turn our attention to version. Have you heard of the version Bible app? Have you heard of it? version? that's Y-O-U version, V-E-R-S-I-O-N, all run together, version. the version Bible app. Have you, have you heard of it? Have you? Have you? Well, they, they're doing a new thing. And we're going to be a part of that new thing because they invited us to be a part of that new thing. And we're going to do our very best to make the most of it. I don't know. It may turn out to be not worthwhile. It may turn out to be a waste of time. But you've got to try. You've got to try. Here's a little bit about version. This is uh, from YouVersion.com. About version. We wholeheartedly believe a daily rhythm of seeking intimacy with God has the power to transform lives. Okay, I don't know. I understand that daily rhythm. 
That's a ter- that's terminology that reminds me of the liturgy of the hours, if you're familiar with that. Some things of, of maybe uh, the ancient lectionary, kind of kind of early church language a little bit there, but okay. We wholeheartedly believe a daily rhythm of seeking intimacy with God has the power to transform lives. We, we, whether you like that language or don't like that language, we should all agree with this. We as believers should daily seek time in God's word because it is our spiritual food. As newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. It is the word of God that we need, and we need daily time with it. So the YouVersion Bible app, or YouVersion, just the the organization, and one of the things they make is the YouVersion Bible app, they believe that a daily rhythm of seeking intimacy with God has the power to transform lives. That's why YouVersion creates biblically-centered, culturally relevant experiences that encourage and challenge people to seek God throughout each day, all right? I mean, I, I, the culturally relevant, okay, I think I know what they're saying. Experiences, uh, I'm not, okay, maybe, all right, that encourage and challenge people to seek God throughout each day. Now, it's great that they're trying to encourage people to seek God throughout each day, We should be challenged to seek God throughout each day, and we should be doing everything we can to encourage others to seek God every single day, and we should utilize technology to help people do just that. That's why we do the Bible study exercises, right? That's because we are challenged people to seek God through these Bible study exercises that we produce, and then I make sure that content is on every app I can find. That's that's why we do that series, right? So we have we're like-minded, at least in this desire to get people to, to, to seek God every day. It is through these experiences we create opportunities fit for anyone's daily routine, ultimately helping them form a spiritually rich rhythm of seeking God intimately. So they look for these opportunities that will fit anyone's daily routine to help them uh, form a spiritually rich rhythm, if I can speak right, of seeking God intimately. So that, that's their goal. We want to help you seek God intimately, on, but the key word is daily, on a daily basis. Okay, look, we use technology for everything, right? You use technology. Just think of all the daily things you do on your tablet or phone or computer daily, Right now, draw up a pie chart and figure out how much of that time is spent to things to help you grow spiritually, and how much of that time is spent on things frivolous, maybe things that are are, are responsibilities that you need to do, and how many things may be actually sinful. Sometimes we would be shocked at what we would see. Like if that if that if that information was published on the internet every single day, we probably would be ashamed or embarrassed. Or it would probably demonstrate that maybe God is not the center of our lives, right? Amen or oh me, I think we can all agree. So this is what uh, they go on to say. Our hope is that each person, (laughs) why am I having problems? Our hope is that each person in our community is on an active journey to become who God made them to be, abiding in him and drawing closer every day. And then it says what we make. You click on that and it says the Bible app. Now, sometimes it's referred to as the YouVersion Bible app, but if, if you just put the Bible app, you should be able to find it. We'll do, a, we'll do a live search for it on the Apple App Store just so that you get the idea. But here we go. The Bible app, I want you to listen to what I'm about to read. All right, this, this, this is going to explain why we're doing what we're doing. 
the Bible app, already installed on over 500 million unique devices all over the world. The Bible app offers a free Bible experience for smartphones, tablets, and online at Bible.com. The Bible app is on 500 million unique devices. Now, anything that 500 people are using, we got to do what we can. We got to do what we can, right? We have to do what we can. We've got, you've got to do your part to be there. You, you can't just say, well, 500 million people are over there. Well, we're just going to ignore it. No, we've got to find a way to be there. And whatever capacity we have, and whatever capacity we have. So do we have, is there something we can do with the Bible app? Well, we'll get there. This says read more about it. Uh, it says here, uh, uh, already installed in over 500 million uh, unique devices all over the world, the Bible app offers a free Bible experience for smartphones, tablets, and online at Bible.com. Our generous partners make it possible for us to offer 2,759 Bible versions and 1,831 languages for free and without advertising. All right, that's just absolutely crazy. You can get the Bible app for iOS devices, Apple, uh, install for Android, sinful. Okay, I'm joking. Uh, visit a Bible.com or you can install for your smart speakers. Right, so that that means there's even more ways to use this. Currently, the Apple the uh, app installs are at five of five hundred and twenty four million eight hundred ninety one thousand two hundred and fifty nine. I mean, it's just crazy how many installs of this app. Now, of course, I know I'm going to get some tech person going. Well, you do realize that those may be reinstalls and those may be this, and and most of those people aren't using it. I look. I understand all of that. I'm just saying when I see something that has been installed in over 500 million unique devices, I can't just say, well, you know, whatever. I- I've got to go, what What can I do? What? Whether even, even if I necessarily like it or dislike it, I have to go, how can I utilize it? How can I utilize it to get, this is the key, utilize it for biblically sound doctrine, Bible doctrine, theologically sound teaching. How can I utilize it for that? Now, I don't know if I have a clear path forward, but I do know this. I received the following email from Uversion. If I can find it here. Here's what I found, okay? If I can, let me do a, let me do a, well, I can't do a refresh right here. Okay, there we go. I received uh, an email from Uversion on June the 16th at 12.23 p.m., 12.23 p.m., and it says, be the first. Now, I saw I saw the subject line on be the first, you version, be the first. I'm like, oh, what, would be the first to download an app that's already been downloaded a million times? And I was, I was kind of skeptical, whatever. Let me click on this email. I clicked on it, and it says, here's your early access. I'm like, wait, early access? Okay, for what? Be the first to experience new you version for churches features. And I'm like, oh, they're going to somehow do something for the U version app that's going to feature churches or ministries. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute. You know 
that massive mega churches like uh, Stephen Furtick's church with that Ev- evolution church, Ele- elevation church, Ele- evolution church, <laughs> elevation church, you know, they're going to probably be utilizing it. You know, churches like Saddleback, you, uh, Bethel, you know, these big mega churches, they're probably going to be all over this. I'm like, okay, so if they're going to utilize it, okay, I may be a nobody in the middle of nowhere, but what stops me from utilizing it? Now, I'm, I immediately start thinking, I bet you it's going to cost me like, I don't know, $25,000 and I won't be able to do anything. But let, let, let me at least look. All right. So what if your church, here we go. This is, this is how they start. What if your church could have a presence and you version, an app installed over 500 million devices worldwide? Okay. Now, wait a minute. Me? All right. A, a, a small church, obviously, I believe is biblically sound, theologically sound, holding to a, a more historical, biblical form of Christianity, clearly influenced by the, the doctrine of the Reformation, right? Reformed in our soteriology. We could go on and on and on. I think, I think yeah, I, I would like us to have a presence there. Okay, obviously, we have a podcast ministry where we produce hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of episodes, over around 900 per year, trying to offer theological discussions, Bible studies, devotional messages, sermons, okay? I'm like, yeah, I would like us to have a presence there. I would like to have a presence there. I think every biblically sound church should seek to have a presence there. Everyone should, right? Because, I mean, again, just just, just hear that line. What if your church could have a presence in version, an app installed on over 500 million devices worldwide? Who's going to be like, nope, don't want to be there? Forget those 500 million people. No, I'm literally commanded to go to those 500 million people, right? And all of those people using the app, I don't know their salvation. I don't know their theology. I don't know anything. I know that I want to be where they are. That's what I know, to do what I can. What if you could have data about how your church is engaging in scripture, offering you helpful insights as you make decisions regarding how to lead your church. Okay, now that makes me a little nervous because this is the idea that if I get everyone using the app, right, well, then I'm going to be able to look to go, hmm, all right, nobody in my church has looked at their Bible for six months, okay? That could be very discouraging. So you're going to have to be able to process that data and a in a calm way, like, what is wrong with you guys? But at least it may give you some idea of what's going on spiritually. I, I don't know if everybody would want that, but okay. Um, it says, now you can with church profile and insights from version. Be one of the first churches to access these features before the official product launch in just a few weeks. So in a few weeks, it's going to be officially launched. But of course, they sent me early access, and you know what I did? Boom, boom! I stole. I threw everything aside. I'm like, how do I do this? How do I do? This? Sign up, sign up, sign up, sign up. Now, of course, I couldn't call my tech people and go get us on you version. I was, I'm the one who had to do it, so I'm stumbling through it, going, okay, what do I do? How do I do this? Okay, how do I get the artwork for this? What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And I started, and well, boom, we're there. Theology Central is on the U version Bible app. Dun 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 dun. Is that? Does that deserve something dramatic? I don't know. Some will agree. Some will disagree. And here's the reason why. Have you ever used version Bible app? Have you? Have you ever taken a time to, uh, how can we say this, uh, surf? 
It, that, that's the old expression, surf the internet. How about, have you ever decided to go window shopping? Have you ever just wanted to peruse all of the different Bible reading plans and devotional plans Version Bible app offers? Have you? Well, you're going to find a theological dumpster fire in some cases. You're going to find some things that are an absolute mess. Typically, definitely very much in mainstream evangelicalism with lots of charismatic influence. You're going to find a mess. So yes, there's there's things on the Version Bible app, some of their reading plans and some of their devotional plans that I'm telling you, I'm like, what is that? But guess what? Where heresy is, biblical theology needs to be, right? Wherever heresy is flourishing, their biblical theology can't just abandon it. We're like, well, there, that's heresy. Run from it. Well, then, okay, we run from it. We go hide over here in a little, uh, you know, hey, let's hide in a cave. Well, no, how is anyone going to find the good theology? The only way the good theology is going to be found, we got to get out of the cave. We got to get out of the echo chamber. We got to get out of the bubble. We got to get our content everywhere, everywhere. So now, as I'm a little ministry, in the middle of nowhere, right? I'm a nobody. I understand my position in life. I understand where I, I am in the pecking order, right? I'm nowhere. I understand that, okay? And I accept that. What bothers me is many cases, big churches with big ministries, they, they seem at sometimes content to just live in their little echo chamber, their little bubble. And they, I'm like, you've got millions of dollars. I've got no dollars, You've got a staff. I've got the staff of one. Now, I do have sometimes people will help me. Right now, I got someone helping me with our YouTube channel, uh, putting everything in playlists. And I'm very, very grateful and appreciative of that person doing that work for me because I would never probably get to it. There's other things. I mean, I need someone to really manage our uh, Theology Central pod page because I'm supposed to be putting all of that content inside different. Uh, basically episodes and, 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 and giving them correct categories. And I'm way behind on that. It's hard to man. It's hard to manage everything. But what drives me crazy is churches that got the staff, they got technical people, they got the staff, they could be doing so much. I, what drives me crazy is when I go to a church's website, I'm like, okay, wh- where's your content? I'm like, there's no podcast. Like it should be immediately subscribed to all of our sermons on any podcast app. Boom. And it's like, no, sometimes it'll be like, okay, we, we, we post our, the videos on, on YouTube. I'm like, well, okay. You do realize not everyone wants to sit there and watch videos. You do realize that people like listen to podcasts where they're driving to work or they're, I guess it seems really popular. I'm finding out while they're mowing the lawn. Okay. I guess that's the go-to thing, whatever the people. Uh, so why wouldn't you just put it in every, and if you, if you can put it in video, great. If you can't video and audio, why, why wouldn't you just expand? It just seems crazy. So we're going to take, we, we, I, I stumbled all over myself to say, give us early access. They said it would take 72 hours to get us approved. Boom, we were approved in like 15 minutes. That was great. Took us no, I was worried because I remember, <laughs> I remember when we tried to get on the Edify Christian podcast app. Wow, what a, what a nightmare that, that took months of back and forth and oh man, it was crazy. Finally, they approved it. Getting on Pandora took, I think, almost seven months. That took forever for us to get on Pandora. But um, this took less than like 30 minutes. I mean, from the time I signed up to the time I got approval, it was like within 30 minutes. And I'm like, yeah, okay. So it's going to officially launch in just a few weeks. 
Again, this is going to be you version for churches. I guess, is that what they're calling this? You version for churches is what they're calling this. Uh, it says, introducing features that bridge the gap between ministry and modern life, uh, connecting the local church to the world's largest digital Christian community. Now, if you find somewhere where it's supposedly the largest digital Christian community, you've got to be there. Hey, here's the largest digital Christian community. You've got to be there. Look, I would love to have a bigger presence on Podbean. I would. I just, I again, I'm limited in what I can do because I don't, if you go to Podbean, go to their, their live streaming, their live programs, and I think they have a tab for Christian. That is a theological dumpster fire. That thing... It's not even it's a it's not even a dumpster fire. It's a it's a forest fire that has burned millions of acres. That thing is insane to listen to. And so I want to be in the midst of that, but if I do that, then I'm well then I can't focus on all the other things I want to do. But you've got you've got to do everything in your power. So if this is the largest digital Christian community, we've got to be there. It says create your own space inside you version making your church discoverable to your members and the entire version community. Notice that. You're going to be discoverable not only by your church that you tell, but by everyone using the version app. And I was like, okay. If I can be discoverable by over five, potentially over 500 million people, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sign me up for that. Okay, sign me. I'm right there. I'm going to be right there. Okay. So uh, it says your members can tap set as my church and connect to you in you version. They'll be notified when you feature a new devotional plan and even more capabilities are being developed and released over the next few months. I don't know what those other capabilities are going to be. What I am praying for is that they will allow me as a ministry on you version to develop my own reading plans or my own devotional plan, and then I can have that published and, and put there, and then people can use it, and that everyone following us on version will, will discover it. Um, that, that's what I hope. That's what I hope. So we are now on version. How to find us? I, I, let me see here. I'm going to do a couple of things. I don't know if there's an easy way. Let me see here. I'm going to open version. But go to a U version and I hit discover. I'm just going to do, I don't know if this is going to work. This could be a horrible, this could be a horrible uh, attempt here. I have not done this. Oh, yes. Uh, type in, if you go to, uh, U, if you're on U version, down, well, let's do this. Okay, this is awesome. It wasn't working earlier, so they've got it fixed because so this is all new feature. So we're doing something like literally it's still in beta and, and we're still uh, right there. If you go to the App Store, right? If you go to the apps, Google Play or Apple app and you type in the Bible app, the Bible app, you're going to see it. All right, it's just, it's just going to say Bible. It's going to say daily study, audio, and, and something else. It's a little, it's a little like a, kind of a reddish Bible. It says Holy Bible, and you can see the little tab uh, under uh, coming out of it. It's, it's really easy to find the Bible app. All right, now once you download the Bible app, and once you get set up, once the Bible app is, is set up, do a search for Theology Central, and you're going to see us right there, Theology Central Churches, 
and you tap and there we are. It's going to give information. It's going to give the, the featured plan. Now, the reason I chose this plan, now if you start, if you follow the plan that we currently have set up, please don't email me and go, did you see, did you see the, the, the charismatic, the charismatic influence? Obviously I did. The key was I had to grab a plan just fast to help get everything set up. They wanted us to choose a plan. So I chose a plan called spiritual pride, three days of abiding in Christ. Now, I'm going to be using some of the content from this three-day plan. Today is the third day. I've already done the previous two days uh, because uh, I think there's some good content that we could use for teaching. So I will be utilizing this somewhere, somehow. But I would challenge you to find us, choose us, and then if you go to more, if you go to more, you can uh, choose us as your church and you'll be able to find us. Another thing that we can do, which is great, there's there's a tab that says events. There's an events tab. Now, the events tab, what it's going to do, it's going to pull all of the live events going on in your area based off the location of your device. But anyone anywhere near me right now, I'm broadcasting live from Abilene, Texas. I'm going to open up the events tab on the Uversion app. I'm going to click allow once for it to track my location. And guess what the very first one is? Theology Central, Theology Central Studio Live. I click on it, and then it says theological discussion, news commentary, and Bible study, right? Live broadcast. Then it says, listen here, and look what happens. It says, listen here. I'm going to click allow once for it to track my location. And guess what? The- there we are. It's pulling, it's pulling our live broadcast in there. So now, now anyone in the local area... Anyone in the local area using the Uversion Bible app, guess what? They can, if they click on the events tab, they can literally listen to me live from basically from, I mean, it's going to open up a, a browser, but they're going to be able to get there through the Uversion app. So that means not all 500 million people can find us. I wish they would just make it available. Yeah, I, I don't know how they could do that. But the point is anywhere close to me right now using the Uversion app Going to the events tab is going to find us, and we're at the top of the list. We're at the top of the list. Nobody, a little nobody. I'm at the top of the list. A nobody. That that is why we use technology. So please download the U Version Bible app. Look for Theology Central, and follow us. Now, six, three months from now. Four months from now, I may be deleting the whole thing. I may be deleting the whole thing. I may be like, yeah, yeah, this, 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 this was a waste of time. It's not, it's not doing what I wanted it to do. I, but I'm going to be there at basically at the ground floor. And as they build this, one, I'm going to be able to offer hopefully my my feedback and my perspective, hopefully to make the app better. But mainly, I don't know what new features are coming. But whenever those new features show up, I'm already ready. I'm already ready to go. I don't have to scramble. I don't have to be, uh, you know, reactive. I'm being proactive. I'm here at the very beginning. Let's see, okay, what are you going to do? What are you going to offer next? What are you going to offer? Okay, we can utilize it. Now, if you think of other ways to utilize it, let me know. I'm still trying to figure out the best way to utilize it. I don't know. Again, I would like to be on sermons.net today. I would like to be on sermons.net today. I would. Because you know what? There's all, I'll just, I'll just show you. I'm going to go to the sermons.net app right now. Sermons.net app. Okay. Sermons.net. 
I'm going to go to uh, live. Okay, look, here's what's happening on the sermons.net app right now. Are you ready for this? We're just going to take a quick, I just want to show you why you have to be on all the different platforms. Okay, I'm going to take this out of the uh, case. All right, here we go. Here's what's airing currently on sermons.net. Right? Here's the first one. You ready? One moment. Okay. All right, here we go. Truly, that word will take enough root where it will drive every single symptom out of your body. Every single one that you won't be left with, not one. They can't stand up under the word. And if you continually declare that... Okay, it's a female pastor basically preaching that you can be healed of any symptom. All right, there you, that, that's on the sermons.net app. Okay, I'll go to another one. What's this one? Okay, oh, this is a Seventh-day Adventist. Backwards tradition like other Christian, whether it's uh, towards some historic elements of Adventism. It's hard to explain this stuff. I know it's, it might sound confusing right now, but it, it would take a long time to explain it, and I don't want to take forever in the sermon. Okay, there's Seventh-day Adventists. I can, I can go through all the things currently live streaming on sermons.net right now. Now, guess what? All of that's there. So anyone who finds the sermons.net app and they, uh, they download it and they're like, I'm going to look at what's live right now. They're hearing basically a prophetess Barbara Williams preach about basically how you can be healed from all your symptoms. Uh, they're, they're hearing Victoria Seventh-day Adventist Church. That, and, uh, oh, and there's a Pentecostal church. That's what's airing. Pentecostals, Seventh-day Adventists, and a prophetess. That's what's airing on sermons.net. That's what's airing there. Now, on other platforms, say Sermons 2.0, oh, you've got biblically sound churches. You've got theologically sound churches airing. That's wonderful. But wait a minute. What about the people with the sermons.net app? What about them? What about the people right now? I don't have the uh, Podbean. I don't have the Podbean app on my device right now. But if I go to Podbean right now and start going through the live Christian pod, uh, uh, live Christian broadcast going on on Podbean right now, I guarantee you it's a theological wasteland. Where, where, where's the biblically sound churches? Where are the biblically sound churches? Well, on version, there's all kinds of stuff. Where are the biblically sound churches? The biblically sound, biblically sound ministry, theologically sound, we've got to be everywhere. Look, not, it's not even about us saying we're better than you. It's not even about us saying we're right and you're wrong. It's just about going, okay, you've got all of these other things, perspectives. How about consider our perspective? How about, how about we just plant the seed of what we believe to be a biblically, a biblical theology that's biblical, theological, and, and grounded in church history? Why wouldn't we want that perspective to be out there amongst all of these other, that craziness? See, it makes me mad right now that I'm not broadcasting live on sermons.net. It, it makes me mad. It makes me mad that I know that I'm not currently broadcasting live on Podbean, but I also know there's a limited amount of money, okay? And I know there's a limited amount of ability. But like on sermons.net, we I'm telling you, we've got to find a way to get, we've got to do something. We've got to do something because I don't know how many people use that app, but there's ministries broadcasting on it right now. Download sermons.net. I challenge you. Download sermons.net, go to the live broadcast schedule, and just monitor it throughout the rest of today. Just monitor it the rest of this weekend and see how many great biblically sound ministries you find. And you say, well, man, you may, I know your first reaction will be, well, this is trash. I'm going to delete it and never use it. Right. 
But what about the people who are? They need to hear stuff. So it's the same with you, Virgin. There's stuff I disagree with on it, but how can we bypass 500 million people using it? So if you're a biblically sound church, theologically sound, consider, yes, you want to be on Sermons 2, uh, 2.0 app. You, I, I can understand why you want to be there. Okay, definitely. But you want to be on every podcast app. You, you, if, you can, if you can get on Podbean and you can make that work for you where you can do live broadcasting on there, by all means do so. But how about sermons.net? You could be live on there right now. Now, it's a little bit more complicated to use, I can tell you that. Whew. Man, trying to use their software is, oh, I get a headache even thinking about it. It's a, it's a little, it drives me crazy. But we, we want to use everything, right? We want to use everything. So that's why we're on version. So I just wanted you to just see all that. But here's what I want you to do right now. I want you to download the version app. Again, go to any app store, uh, download the Bible app, the Bible app. Once you download the Bible app and you open it up, just do a search for, if you can go to the tab that says Discover. Okay, I almost just placed this back in the, uh, my iPad back in the, uh, the cover. Just go to Discover, type in Theology Central. Here we go. Oh, now we're, we're at the very top now. Now we're at the very top. Theology Central, and there we are. There we are. And... We, we, we would love for you to be there. And I, again, I may be telling you to delete it in six months, but we're going we're gonna to see where it's going to go. That's where we're going we're, we're gonna to see where it's going to go. And uh, I just, I think that's really, I think it's really cool. I think it's really cool. And uh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at something. Okay, good. Yeah. In fact, if you go to, well, it's taking a minute to load. I don't know why it's taking a minute to load, but okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, there it, there it is. Okay. All right. It, everything's working. I think everything's working pretty good. Uh, I mean, there's going to be some little hiccups in it because we, you know, well, because it's, it's still all brand new, but we're going to definitely utilize it to the best of our ability. So there you have it. That's why we're on you version. We want to tell you about it. And, uh, We'll see what we can do with it. There you go. The version Bible app, version Bible app, the version Bible app, or the Bible app. Download it and uh, do a search for Theology Central. Make us your church, and uh, we'll see. We'll see what we can do to utilize this to the best of our ability for something good and positive. All right, I'll stop right there. I just, the goal was just to take a few minutes to talk about this, and it ended up taking 42 minutes. That's the... That's my curse. All right. Email me, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. All right. Thanks for listening. God bless.